You know, people don't breathe correctly. You know? Yeah. Most people breathe very shallow. Very shallow. And it's really important to take a deep breath at the bottom of the belly every once in a while just to calm the nervous system down, the vagus nerve. That's why I love our intro because at the least we're helping people get one more deep breath into their day. The whole thing is about them breathing. It's actually. really just that. <laughs> so start breathing. Start breathing. Let's do one. Let's get into it. Before we do, let's give a, a few quick shout outs to people that have been loving the podcast and telling us about it. I'll give a shout out first to Nick Voss, all the way out there in Yosemite. We see you, we hear you, we feel you. Thank you for all the love. I would like to do one for Barry Crane. Thank you for listening and your beautiful love and support and giving it to other people. The way it's going to spread is with people spreading it and thinking they can benefit from it. Okay, let's get into the episode today. So here's my, this is what I want to talk about. It feels so good when people ask me questions about myself. When I get to talk about myself, I don't care how much self-awareness I bring to that moment. Pops, it's something deep within me. It just feels so good to talk about myself. It feels good to talk about yourself, but it feels really good for someone to hear you too. It's yeah. not if you talk about yourself and you see the other side. Right. It's like, well, that's true. If just I ask you the question to be polite and doesn't care. When someone asks you questions, deeply listen and give you really good follow-up questions and you have a conversation where both people are really present and it's about you, oh, it feels so good. So the topic is really is about being seen. It's mm. so nice to be seen. So many of us do not feel like we're seen in the world. Yeah. And it starts in our childhood usually. Most children will grow up feeling unseen or not seen enough. Does that depend on how much love they get or it's just like... Love is one thing. Being seen is a form of love. I think it's kind of a, the manifestation of love. Yeah, I think, I think they're connected. What does really? being seen mean? It's a beautiful question. It's like, I'll give you my own example. When I grew up at early teenage years, I was really into Pink Floyd. I loved it. It was like, it meant a lot to me. That music spoke to my soul. Hmm. I felt like Very it connected was to so it. connected to it. I felt like I'm getting it and the music is getting me and I'm seeing stuff that's super deep into my soul. There was, it was really very interesting and very important music to me and i tried to get my parents to hear it and they just called it noise <laughs> it's funny Did that crush you but it kind of like made me realize that they just don't see me they don't get me mm. they just don't get me so it's about being understood yeah it's like there's something very private precious about this music to me for me and they couldn't see it and i made actually this mental note that my kids i will try to be much more connected to the music because in a way music is a reflection of your inner soul and if you don't find a way to connect to it you don't see the other person mm -hmm. so if you remember you know that you brought kind of stuff that was not that easy for me to digest let's talk about tupac i mean there was yeah you were really really into him i love tupac and i didn't really get it at first i'm like you know you gotta make an effort to understand it and i had a moment with that song dear mama and i just you broke down and yeah. i broke down and i could see the wisdom in his word the feeling what he was trying to convey i was listening to it deeply and i got it i got what he was about and i actually saw what you saw in him mm. it's kind of interesting because you didn't have an issue with your mama in that way right. or whatever but it was your way to like see the pain in the world yeah. understand socially what's going on with others and i respected that it was beautiful hmm. um and i think that then i got to see you i understood you because if you love that song and it means a lot to you 
I could tell what the song is representing. That was like, I saw your soul. Mm. I saw your, who you are. And uh, I hope that's kind of like you feel. You felt seen by me. Totally. I mean, we were singing Tupac in the kitchen as I was growing up. And that was that was powerful stuff. I feel that this is a great example of being seen. It's It's something that's really important to you. It's a representative of your soul. And if somebody mm. connects to it, they actually see you really deeply. It's this really deep level of intimacy. Your parents, it wasn't like they negatively judged you for listening to Pink Floyd. They just didn't understand it. But some people's parents well, were like... Well, in, in a way, they were like, you like this stuff? This is kind of noise. I mean, why? You know, you're kind of weird. So they know? did. There was some negative judgment. Sure. Okay. I felt like they're not... You know, they didn't say don't play it at home. Well, maybe they did. <laughs> they, they didn't like tell me not to listen to it or, you know, avoid it or whatever. But they're like... We really don't get you and what you're finding in this. Yeah. Can't you like, can't you like do something more productive? Well, I'm wondering what happens when like you show someone a song that you love. You basically just said how deep and intimate and vulnerable that moment is that you're sharing with someone. And then if they negatively judge you and they're like, you're stupid for that. Does that cause trauma to a kid? Is that traumatic for them? I would say, I don't know if it's a very deep trauma, but it's, it's a very strong moment of disconnection mm. and i think we all about connection and there when there's disconnection there's a feeling like maybe i'm not good enough maybe something's wrong with me mm. or maybe something's wrong with them and i just not been seen usually as you the kid you feel like maybe something is not okay with you and you walk around thinking that mm. you then, don't you don't fit you don't people and, don't get you and i see how that would show up in your life later on is because you would be scared then because that moment kind of hurt when you tried to share that intimate thing about you you would struggle to share with that with people down the road and maybe not just the song you realize what happens here it's not about just the music you may think that you're not okay mm. like for you to share yourself for you to show up for you to take space is not okay because something is not okay with you yeah so, then so you when you tell someone about yourself and especially if you tell someone about yourself, not some representation of yourself that you want them to know, but really about yourself. Right. And they listen to you and they find interest in it, ask you a question, tell you it's interesting, they want to know more. You feel you get this, you get this validation that you are okay. Hmm. Um, I have a space here. I'm, I'm special. I'm something. So that's what it's about, I feel. Basically, you're saying that it's about really like listening, it's validating who you are because if someone can't understand you, if you're not seen, you, you struggle to show up in the world and, and make connections. You try to send your representative out to make those connections from a place you think people want to connect from and you so, stop showing up as yourself. So let's talk about the self, the self. Okay. I think we talked about it before. I want to say it again. It's a beautiful example. So a kid is... Um, a child is just scrambling his little drawing on a on a piece of paper, you know, trying to make it three. I don't know what, trying to make whatever. Yeah. And one of the parents come by, or he shows it to the parents, like, "Oh, Joey, this is great! Looks amazing! You're so good! It's so full of colors, and so proud of you! It's a beautiful picture. You're shining inside. You did mm. something fun, and then you got all this beautiful." Um, I showed up authentically and got validated. Exactly. So what do you do now? Your little Joey takes the crayons and draws a huge picture on the wall. Just huge. Let's much make bigger. It bigger. Yes. Make a mural. I'm, yes. Above my bed. It's about five by five, whatever. Right. I'm making this big, huge thing. And then the parents walk in. And if it's a great parent that psychologically uh, educated, it would say, oh, that's great but you know we don't really paint on the walls we prefer to paint on paper so let's just put paper on the wall we can paint on that but i really love it and that's wonderful it's usually not what's going to happen yeah so what did you do joey no no this is oh my god now i have to paint it and all that joey, so bad bad joey so think about it little joey was in this most authentic self moment 
just living life, expressing his most inner being, mm. and got crushed. Mm. So now we're all looking for love. So Joey knows I did something wrong. Sometimes when I'm really authentic, I can really get slammed. That's not good for mm. me. So there's a belief that comes up now that am I, when I'm fully me, that's not that always great to show up in the world. Like mm. I'm, I'm taking it far, but that's kind of what happens, right? Yeah, but after years of compounding, that's where it gets exactly. to. Exactly. So there's something broken in the self. There's a broken piece of the self. So the authentic self wanted to draw, and now, now the other broken self needs to show up in a different way. Fast forward many years forward, Joey is now show up in the world in a way that society wants him to show up in a way to satisfy people around him because that's what he knows. Because out of the other way, it was really painful because hmm. it was in his authentic self. When he was there, it was very painful. Uh, was the reaction vulnerable. was very painful. He's too vulnerable. So now Joey plays it safe, conforms to society so that he doesn't get hurt. Now Joey goes to therapy yeah. and finds that little kid again yeah. that really was amazingly creative and gifted. loving and gifted, and he needs to connect to it. And tell, tell that Joey, basically, it's okay. You can still draw. Your drawing is beautiful, right? And then that Joey comes alive again, and that inner child lets him connect more with the world around him and be more full and whole and love himself. So we walk around in the world, and here's the issue. When we walk around in the world with that broken self, we don't know that. We think that's really who we are mm, because whoa. we practice so much being that that we think that this is who we are. So it takes some time to actually sort through the self and find that authentic self. And when you connect to the authentic self and you really feel it, it's the most incredible feeling. You feel more you than ever and it's just a flow and there's a feeling of connectivity and you have a place in the world and this it's kind of like um, nirvana. It's this beautiful mm. place. It's like, oh, I can be big and I can be here and I belong here. It's a feeling of belonging. It's a feeling of being here. And and we all want that very much. So when on, the li- on a little scale, when someone's talking to you or you're talking to someone and they see you and they see something that you really love, then you get a little bit of that feeling of, mm. oh, I'm being seen and I'm being accepted. Mm. Wow. So let's bring it back to that situation of somebody asking you questions then because I'm just seeing it play out. Like if somebody asks me questions and they really do listen and they engage with me, my true inner authentic self starts to come out of its shell a little bit, open up to that person, to the world. And it feels so good. That's probably why I said at the beginning, it feels so good to talk about myself. Now, if that person's a really good listener, the next time I see them, They'll remember that conversation. They'll ask me specific questions. And then I, I bookmark that person. I'm like, that person cares. Cares. Good listener. Stays connected. That's that is that's a, a good one. That's a good one. And I keep them close to me because they really make, they support the true me. So isn't that wonderful when actually someone comes over to you the next time you meet or a few weeks later, say a few months later and say, hey, how about that uh, video you were making? Um, did that actually turn out okay? Because yeah. I'm really curious. And I'm like, wow, you actually remember that? Yeah. That feels like they took it with them. That's a real special feeling mm-hmm. that you've seen and, and that person actually remembers you and you made an impact. That's a deeper, yeah, yeah, I do. Of course I remember. It was such a good story. And Yeah, I got to give a shout out to Randy Silver here. He is such a good listener. He would come and visit us in San Diego and meet all my roommates for the first time. Come back three months later and he would ask them, oh, how was that thing that you were, that event that you were going to? And they're like, how the hell do you remember that? But they never forgot him. When he came back three months later and remembered all these specifics about that conversation they had earlier that year, 
they were like, he's staying with me. Mm -hmm. It really makes a deep impact. Yeah, because people. that's the connection. That's the care and the connection. And in a way, uh, when you're able to do that, not as a strategy, but from a genuine Authentic place, place yeah. then you will have a lot of people connecting with you because they feel seen. Yeah. And it's a rare thing in our world, I must tell you. Hmm. A lot of people walking around the world not feeling seen. Mostly from a childhood woundedness. They got wounded in childhood, felt not seen enough, and most of us did not feel seen enough. So we're all looking for that. So we're all looking for that because that makes us feel like we validated here, make us feel like we belong in the world, make us feel like we can take a space in the world. Who doesn't want that? Mm. Here's a really good takeaway for this episode. Uh, Reed, who used to host this podcast with me when I lived in San Diego, shared this article with me. There's two main types of comments when you're having a conversation, shifting comments and supporting comments. So if we're talking about you, Pops, and I make a shifting comment, I'm shifting the focus of the conversation back to me. If I make a supporting comment, then I'm supporting the conversation as we talk about you. So I invite anyone listening to this to pay attention in their conversations this week from your side and from the people that you're talking to. Are there a lot of shifting comments or supporting comments? You'd be surprised sometimes when I was monitoring it. I was like, wow, I make a lot of shifting comments back to myself. Maybe I'll try to do some more supporting comments. And it's a nice, beautiful way to like bring some awareness to your conversation and see where the topic goes. I think that you're going to find out that a lot of people are doing the shifting thing. Yeah. Why? Because really they want to be seen. So these people that care about you, a lot of those conversations, people sometimes start how about you but they really want you to ask them about them. Yeah, <laughs> and then they shift it back. Right, so you, I think it's a little more rare to find people that really care, want to hear your story, are interested, want to remember your story, and want to keep that connection. A lot of, you know, people are kind of well-trained into small talk, cocktail party talk, and they like, look at you like they really care. 10 minutes later, they wouldn't even remember your name or yeah. where you came from. So there's something about genuine connection that you should learn about yourself and others. When you do connect with people, do it from a genuine place of caring and wanting to know, and you will have a lot more positive connections in your life, and yeah. your life will be richer and fuller. Great. Well, let's end it there. Do you want to say anything else to close out? Yeah, I want to say that a lot of us in the world are wounded children. I'm being careful saying a lot because I don't want to say all of us <laughs> because I feel like it's all of us. Uh, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that not all of us. Most of us are wounded children with some sort of a wound of feeling maybe alone, feeling unseen, feeling not in good connection with others. And we can repair that and we should pay attention to it. By caring for others and caring for other people's stories and who they are, that's a good way to start if you genuinely care for it then they'll ask you back and you can start having some really remarkable connections in the world. Beautiful. Connection starts with you and me, Pop. So <laughs> thank you for connecting here, this podcast with me. I always feel connected to your show, <laughs> even when I'm not with you. And I see you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for joining us. Go out, connect with the world, listen, love, talk, do all those good things. And we'll see you back here next week. 